0: Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better.
1: Welcome back to 3Talk. Today we're discussing, can having intentional thoughts actually change your life? Gandhi said, a man is but the product of his thoughts, what he thinks. He becomes I'm a huge believer in the power of thought I've seen time and time again when teaching children or teaching teachers if they think they can they can and this often is not related to their ability let's think about this everything starts with a thought every conscious action starts as a thought every great idea not so great idea starts as a thought From the small everyday activities we do that so often become a habit like cleaning our teeth to a little more important decisions like what to have for lunch or the big decisions like should I have children, move house or start a new career all start with a thought. Therefore, I believe it's important to choose thoughts intentionally will actually get you what you want. What do you think ladies? Susie?
0: Your mind is the most powerful tool that you own and you can create what you want from that And what stems from that is our thoughts. And if used intentionally in the right way, you can absolutely change the direction of your life and get what you want or get more out of life. I think it was Henry Ford that said, thinking is the hardest thing that you can do. And that's why 95% of the population don't do it. So I think instead of just operating either in autopilot or in tens of thousands of thoughts every day, in a space that is maybe unproductive or self-abusive or not very useful if you can turn that thought into an intentional thought about something that you want out of life whether it could be work it could be family and you actually concentrate on wanting to do that then absolutely you can be changing your thought process and actually making your life even more intentional. What do you think this year? I would always see this as a two-step process in which the intentional thinking is the
2: first part of it. So I'll take this as the ignition point, the spark. The, the trigger of everything that comes after that. And the second part of this process would be the action that accompanies this thought because if we spend too much time or all of our time just in thinking land, then we're not going to take any steps towards becoming that thought or making that thought become a reality. So I would always say yes and. So what are you thinking and what are you doing to transform that thought into reality.
1: Yes, and I also think you've got to realize sometimes your thoughts are not really your thoughts. They could have been programmed from other people, often through parents or teachers or friends. For example, I was told by a careers teacher who didn't know me that I wasn't clever enough to become a teacher. Now if I have believed that thought at a very early and impressionable age, I would never have achieved the things I would have achieved. By the age of 30, I was training teachers at university to teach. I mean, that her comment couldn't have been more wrong and it could have held me back. Luckily, I had parents and teachers that had believed in me and I'm very stubborn. And I obviously proved her wrong, but we, people do believe what other people tell them. And often people have thoughts of not being good enough. And neuroscience and research shows that we look for the negative. This means that our brain will hold on to maybe a couple of negative things that have happened to us, and that develops thoughts that actually aren't true. Instead, what we what we need to try and train our brains to is to go back to all the positive experience or the positive input we've had from people. So we have to be very careful about where our thoughts come from. What do you think, Lucia?
2: I do think that we need to be selective. You need to put a filter on what comes through your mind. I think we said it before, we we have around 80,000 thoughts every day. So which one of them are you going to pick on? Which one of them are you going to select and decide to take action on? You need to be, you know, it's like when you're freaking through the the TV channels and all of a sudden you stop and watch something. Thought process is exactly the same. Just filter through them, select the one that has got you hooked and start building on that idea. Start seeing... What within that thought has triggered you has made you be passionate about something, has get you you know bouncing off of of the sofa or whatever you are, I think to me that is the, the sort of of the source that's that's the source of
0: everything you're right there I think it's also the fact that just in terms of looking at being more intentional, again, as some of our listeners might be listening to this saying, well, how do you become more intentional? And it is really hard because if you know you're one of those people that fall into the category where you're not probably using your thoughts to, to be the best you or to get the best that you want out of your life, then it's about reprogramming and retraining. And sometimes that inner critic can send us off track and He can disguise himself as us talking to us, but it isn't. And we really need to train that monkey and absolutely spend time doing that. And one of the key ways of doing it is via mindfulness and meditation. And that really does help you to get silent and still. And I know you talk about this a lot, Fleur, but for this key area in terms of intentional thoughts It's a necessity, especially if you are finding that you are struggling with this because it isn't an easy one. It's not easy to say, just just think. It's why we all avoid it and we procrastinate sitting with ourselves because sometimes it's not comfortable. Start looking at ways that you can master your mind because at the end of the day, you are in control. And sometimes it may not feel like you're in control at all, but you've got to understand that you are the master of it you are accountable for it. And if you're not putting your thoughts to good use or to what you want, there is only one person going to be able to change the trajectory of where you want to go.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. I think our thoughts do trigger actions and feelings, but we also got to remember that some thoughts are not reality and that's what mindfulness teaches you to do. It teaches you to acknowledge the thought but let go of the thought that's not serving you. So anything that is bringing up an uncomfortable feeling or a feeling of overwhelm, you just see the thought and you let it go. So it's, again, be very conscious of our thoughts because we actually most of our thoughts are in our subconscious. And when we get quiet with our mind and we meditate, we do bring up those unconscious thoughts and we can let them go during sessions like mindfulness what
2: do you think you um quoting henry ford again i think he said whether you think you can or you can't you're right which shows what an important role this thought process plays and you know we've seen it we've seen it with children they are the masters of this thinking I've never seen anything as determined and accomplished that a child thinking that they can or can't do something because they will. They will get things done if they truly believe that's what they can achieve. And I wish that, you know, as adults, we could hold on to that naivety, um, so to speak. And I think it's possible. I think you can set the intention. I think, you know, bringing it back to this child example, one thing I'd like to do whenever these thoughts start appearing and I start thinking that I'm not able to do something is actually stop, breathe, again, bringing that mindfulness uh, to play, and do the exercise of putting two chairs together and thinking that small Lucia child Lucia is sitting right next to me and talk to her and say to her the things that I'm saying to all adults Lucia and I can't tell you that 99.9% of the times that I've tried doing that I can't I'm not able to talk to that child the way I'm talking to me as an adult and I think that really is a powerful thing to try and do yourself What would you say to a child if he or she came to you and told you, I'm not able to do this, I can't do this, or I can't do this? What would you say to that person?
1: I think you say thank you to that voice, don't you? You say thank you for warning me because that is your primitive brain coming up. But I'm okay. I've got this. I'm capable of this because I've done this, this, this in the past. So not letting those unconscious negative thoughts that are supposed to keep you safe you know that primitive brain to keep us safe is helpful in danger but not helpful in growing and changing perspective so I think what you're saying about the children as well the reason children are so good at not um, letting belief systems hold them back is because they are in the moment They are truly in the moment. And if you're actually in the moment, everything is okay.
0: What you've both picked up on is basically when you change your thoughts, you will change your feelings. This is a really key one because your feelings a lot of the time will actually make you act. So if the feeling isn't strong enough, you don't do it. So if you can change your thoughts about something and you change your feelings, you start to change that cycle. And I think you, you also start to learn how to eliminate the triggers that set off those feelings. And that is absolutely a key one for being able to come out of some of these thought patterns. And then you start to see different outcomes and then they provide you with a greater level of evidence to disprove all that, you know, all that chatter going on in your head that told you it wouldn't work or you couldn't do it or it's not the right thing to do. So it's really important because when you spend too much time in that zone, a lot of what happens is people start to lose a lot of confidence. When they lose confidence, that's when a lot of their thoughts become unintentional because they're too scared to make them intentional. Is spending a lot of time in that space that whether it be unproductive or like I said self-abusive is, is a dangerous game to play but the first point of this with all of what we talk about is awareness and then it's starting to look at about a new reality and how you would like to create that but in order to create the new reality you do need to master your mind. Once your mind is a bit more peaceful, it's a bit more quiet, you are, as you said, able to start filtering and start looking at actually what is true and you'll be able to listen to those thoughts and trust, trust is such a key one, all of a sudden you'll start to trust your thoughts in which case that will help you to be more intentional as well.
1: Thank you ladies, I really enjoyed that discussion today. I hope our listeners did too. So just to recap, we need to make our thoughts intentional We need to know what we want to achieve in life and think the same way. If we think the same way every day, our brains will be reprogrammed. It's like that programming. We need to truly believe in our thoughts. So it has to really resonate with us, with our true nature. We need to match our actions to our thoughts. And the good news is thinking doesn't cost any money. In fact, it can be done for free. The notion of choice is a crucial point. You're not a helpless being tossed about by life. You're an intelligent being with the power to determine your thoughts and actions and make the changes you need to get the life you want. Intentional thoughts can change your life, but we can use different techniques to help us become more intentional. One being the chair technique. This simple approach is designed to allow you to work through internal conflict by helping you see the situation from a different perspective and gain insight into your feelings and behaviours. And the second important tip we gave today was about mindfulness techniques. Getting silent, watching as your thoughts appear in your mind. You come to the understanding that thought and feelings come and go. And ultimately, you have a choice whether to act on them or not. It helps you to see the world with more clarity so you can think intentionally and therefore take the right action. So thank you for listening today. And we look forward to speaking to you soon.